You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Hey, everybody. Uh, Project Curator Larry Sanders here. Welcome back to What's Who's Him Radio. Before we get started, um, I wanted to give a small plug to a few friends and I who um, we're trying to raise some money for some school children to see Black Panther. Um, we've already reached our goal, but um, all donations over that will be going toward a recreation center for those students. And we might be even able to make um, provisions to make uh, another trip for students to see Black Panther. So um, I've seen the movie twice already. I'm going again tonight. That movie is phenomenal. Go see it. If you haven't, we will be talking about it on this podcast. Um, but yeah, it's really important to me that kids go see it. So um, I'll be putting the link on uh, my Twitter um, and everywhere else that you follow what suits him. I'm hoping um, Ryan and William, who will be talking on this, will do the same. And we're just trying to make sure that kids get to see this phenomenal movie that represents us very well. So uh, thanks so much, guys. Our uh, film and television critic, Ms. Ryana Morgan, hey, hey, hey. gang gang, <laughs> and her paramour, uh, also a just very smart guy, uh, says very insightful things on Twitter. William Garner, what's up, bro? <laughs> what up, though? What up? Uh, so yeah, um, as I as as we have our television and film critic here, we'll be talking about TV and film, and it's Black History Month, so we'll be talking about Black TV and film. Uh, what an idea! Um, so, uh, what do you want to do for you? Want to do po- uh, Boondocks first? You want to do? Let's do Black Panther. Black, Black Panther, Panther is hot. Yeah, that's hot. Everybody's everybody. just seen it. All right. How'd y'all like it? It was great. It was great. It was, it was amazing. Great. It was great. And I really thought, okay, I don't want to get into it too much, but like, Why not, I was expecting. No, look, so so here's my thing. So I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. I hate the idea of like spoiler alert, bro. We saw the movie. It's yeah, I agree. Like. People so most people went to the premiere on Thursday. Right. So by now, yeah. today is Saturday. I feel like most people have seen it so far. So right. you should just say. I mean, like, I don't want to say spoiler alert, but really, like, yes, yeah, spoiler alert. Now, <laughs> I mean, look, assuming ninety five percent of the people who are listening to this are black. If you I haven't mean, yeah, seen that like, movie by now, like, come on. My mom saw it before me, so people have seen it. Like people, yeah. have, I'm going to see it for the third time tonight, guys. I have no sympathy for anybody. That's who not a bad idea. Movie. <laughs> like, but um, yeah. what I was gonna say was that I felt like. I thought that Michael B. Jordan was going to be like, I'm like, who casted this guy? Like, he was, who's he was the best part of the movie. Okay, but low key, he lived up. Like, I feel like my expectations were very low for him in this movie. Like, I thought he was going to be a terrible villain, but he actually wasn't bad. Like, he made some good points. Yeah. He was legit so, villain. Some good. So, okay. No, so, okay. <laughs> Here's my take. Oh, no, it's not even so much a take than like just an idea I've had. So, I don't really think he's a villain. I think he's an antagonist. I don't think antagonist equates to villain. Mm. I think he was in di- he was diametrically opposed to the Wakandan way of life simply because he believed that like this country made of black people should be helping the oppressed black people okay. across the world. That doesn't make you an evil person. That just makes you a little bit misguided in how you want to go about it. I just I do want to say I had a I had a similar statement last night I had to make and I have to make it now. The dude's still a villain, okay? Like, I understand his How, point of view. He killed, he's, he's named Killmonger. Like, he is a murderer. He's a mass but, murderer. But, but, but why is he a mass murderer, though? I understand you're from America. You are a child of, of your environment. You know, you're, you're a product of your environment. You're a black man from America. I understand what they're going for there, I guess. But, but he but still no, is a Killmonger. Like, I feel like, you but, know what I'm saying? Like, but he murdered in war. We don't have any okay, evidence no, that no. he was, like, in Oakland slaughtering. Fair enough, fair enough. 
but at what point do we, at what point do we still say like okay you're a villain like you still kill? I can't I can't I can't go as far as calling him a villain. Right. I can't. And, That's and, fair. I mean, for the sake of the movie, no, I mean, no, it's Marvel, yeah. so you're going to think, okay. okay, there has to be some villain or something. Like you said, antagonist is a good word, I yeah. think, though. Right. No, I mean, he's definitely an antagonist. No, I'm, so yeah, so I guess I'm not here to like disagree with the idea that he is a villain. I I guess I strictly don't want to give. I feel like words mean things, and to say that he's like an evil person is a bit far. To me. I, I wouldn't say evil. No, person, but he was just vengeful. I mean, he wanted to he was redeem hurt. his dad, right? I mean, he had a lot of legitimate reasons right. for his True. villainhood, I guess. But he was also very sporadic with that anger. But he wasn't he very had. thorough. Like he was. He, remember, he he would lash out. You know no, no, he like, would. Lash it wasn't out. like he just he did stuff to people that just deserved it. Like, yeah, like it didn't seem like once he got the crown, like once he got the throne, it didn't seem like he had a plan after that. Like he was like, okay, like. No, he already no, said he, spoiler alert. So let me he, t- he choked old girl in the burial. T- like, I mean, he just grabbed her like, when I say right, do something. All right. Like, so, 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 I mean, we can go there now because I was going to bring that question up. Anyway, yes. I was slightly squeamish. That scene and then the scene where I do understand, like, the Wakandan women warriors are very, like, the idea was to equate them to mm-hmm. men in so, in so much that they are willing to fight and able to fight like men can. However, I was still squeamish about the fact that Michael B. Jordan was out there scrapping girls like <laughs> it was Murking okay them. thing to do. Right. Murking them. I mean, I th- but in Wakanda, women are equal to men, right? right. So, I mean, that's not really a big but deal. And they were, not, it's not like they, I mean, if they had the chance, they was going to get the jump on them. So it's not like he, no. he had to defend himself, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. I'm, I guess I don't disagree with that either. I guess it's just kind of like... Man, he seemed to relish that opportunity. Like, you know, he was, like, oh, he was right. ready. Yeah, he was ready. <laughs> no, and, and I mean, like, I only thought about that moment prefaced by the fact that he really like hemmed old girl up and was like, "Burn this shit down, <laughs> straight up." <laughs> like when he choked her, I was like, "Bring just picked her up and shook her a little bit." Like, why you have to like not choke? I mean, but you have to exert some sort of dominance. Like so, like, she show. stood up and she rebelled and she didn't want to do it, even though that was an order. So, yeah, I mean, you have to show some type of. I mean, yeah, but you telling somebody to burn down their whole, like, area of worship is going. Okay, so. Uh, of course, they're going to be like, well, scene, wait a I did second. think, okay, so I was thinking that whole time, like, he is of Wakandan blood, but he's right. not, he didn't live there. He didn't grow up there. He's you not know, partial he was, to it at all. Right. So he doesn't know anything about right. the real traditions. Like everything was totally new for him. So he didn't know the significance but of. He was trying to redo Wakanda in his own image though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like it he was wanted like, to ultimately, it was supposed to be his. Like that he was, was his idea. He had, remember we said like he uh, basically became a better version of the people he hated. Right. You right. Know, or claimed right. to hate. He he became a much better version. And that was the problem. So like yeah. he took everything that he learned from being, um, you know, in the seals and things like that, killing all these people, and he thought that that was the way to basically become the uh, colonizer. I thought that was mesmerizing. This idea, like he said it before the battle. Where he was like, I've done all this killing yeah, that was in cold, preparation like that to kill you. <laughs> that was amazing. I was like, like damn. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I mean, in general, like, I'll give Michael B. Jordan an A plus in this movie. I thought he was. He was astounding. great. He definitely yeah. lived surpassed my standards yeah, for it. But what I thought, man, yeah. he he had a few lines, like the the line where they um he he's telling everybody who he is, and Angela Bass is like. Upset, and he's like, "Hey, Auntie, that was yeah. sick." Like, yeah, I think that's a. I think that plays to your point that he's a good antagonist in the movie because he just it. He never like. I mean, he was in control basically the whole time. The whole time you're thinking maybe he's a sidekick or he's this or that, but he's really the mastermind. Like this was his plan the whole way through. Yeah. Up until me, up until the point where he got the throne, the throne, and then once he got to the throne, it was kind of like haphazard. Like, right. yeah, this is mine. I'm, you're going to do whatever I say. And I'm like, if you really wanted no, but, to, like, I mean, he had a plan. They 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 were going to send the weapons out to the rest of the world. And his idea, right? Was that's that, true. Like, that's yeah, but he said he sent them like he said to to war dogs. 
Now, how yeah. reliable yeah. of a plan is this? I mean, for what, you know what I'm for what like, he was shipping out, like right, it was yeah. just kind of irresponsible. I feel like. But I want to say something way before I forget. For real, I, I swear. The, sorry, the unspoken, <laughs> the unspoken or like unsung heroes of this movie are the Jabari. Because mm. oh, they, yeah, they saved him. The yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> no, they literally saved his. They saved his life. life. Saved like, life. Like, like he and they came through at the end, and you know when they were all about to lose again, they came up out of that nowhere. Was, like pre- I mean, so I'm not. I've kind of fallen out of favor with like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm not. I'm gonna I'm <laughs> catch up the? now. Simply, I'm not about to watch my superheroes, bro. But anyway, like <laughs> That's I'm. True. I, I'm gonna I'm catch up now strictly because I would like to know like where Black Panther fits into all of this. Yeah, but. Um, like a complaint I did have about that was it was semi like when um the king when their king was like we were not gonna help you I was like okay they'll be back in twenty minutes that was semi predictable he we always knew he was gonna come back <laughs> I mean yeah because he's a part of Wakanda he, I mean he's part of the nation so yeah. in order to defend that he's obviously gonna help the child we knew we you kind of knew I mean they definitely foreshadowed that yeah like I was play. telling William last night that like Still. there has to be a certain percentage of. Like, it's a Marvel comic book story. So, mm-hmm. like, there has to be, like, a, I don't know, maybe a 15 to 20% margin for, like, corniness or, like, predictability no, to the exactly. movie just because of what it is. So, like, I feel like even when we were watching Luke Cage, we was like, oh, my God, this is so corny. But, like, it's yeah. Marvel. So, it's yeah. ha- it's it has super, to be on a certain level. Yeah, so, I mean, that I feel like I let slide. You know what I'm saying? Like, things like that, you know, don't really bother me, I guess, given the context of the movie. Like, I'm a huge Marvel fan. Like, I love their movies. So That's real. I mean, they, yeah. Okay. They were, no, one of, I just really wanted to say this because it kind of caught, it caught my eye. I don't know. Maybe somebody else noticed it too. But when they were at, at the very end, actually, right at the fight scene, the tribe that wore blue, I forgot what they were called, but they were standing next to Killmonger and then the female guard of, of Wakanda stand on the other side mm-hmm. of them. And he orders them basically, and they look at each other and the tribe led by the man and mostly men behind him follow the new leader and just go blindly mm-hmm. into battle and the women come to their senses basically or show their their you know their slight loyalty. yeah their, their loyalty so basically. like that totally made me that was <laughs> interesting i just said the women about... the women being the first ones interest me go ahead go exactly ahead. so that made me think to that whole like black women got to come through and say <laughs> no, no so i mean like y'all y'all looking into the nuance of it because i yeah I I, yeah I I dug deeper back so the moment when dan kalua i hope i'm saying his name right kalua the dude from get out the moment when he turns on T'Challa was also predictable to me because I I remember like thinking there at moments during like earlier like something's not yeah right. they set that up I feel like because he the whole time was like okay what you about to do about this like you the king now like right. you can do whatever you want to do and he was kind of like oh, you know I'm gonna take it easy it's not a big deal and he was kind of like yeah. He wasn't messing with it up front. Yeah. So, I mean, he had to support him, obviously. But once my mans came, he was all for it. Because yeah. that's what he, no, he agreed with. Yeah. That. Like, I mean, it was, it was that confluence of events. The idea that, like, the child came back without Claw. And then here comes this random dude. Like, oh, the white guy y'all wanted? Here he is, right here. He <laughs> so, I have a question, in. though. Okay. So, now, they talk a lot about, like, Michael B. Jordan talks a lot about, you know, becoming, doing all of this to basically become the colon- the colonizer. Mm-hmm. Of the world. So he mm-hmm. wants to, you know, basically switch roles and be the dominant culture and, you know, impose on all these other cultures and take back what he feels like is rightfully theirs and uplift black people because, you know, this is the Wakandan way and we have to support our brothers and sisters. So do you agree that that is the way to do it? Like, do you agree that becoming the colonizer is the way in order to no? Mm-mm. I, I don't think. Definitely not. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's like question number eight that I was trying to answer last night. Because I, 
in so much as I wasn't I wasn't trying to answer the question as much as I empathize with with Killmonger for feeling the way he felt simply mm-hmm. because like so I, thought, I was having a conversation with one of my homegirls last night about it before we went to go see it again and she was displeased with his backstory simply because she felt like as a black kid from Oakland even though even though the movie was centered around Wakandans if you're going to incorporate the story of an American then there needs to be a little bit more mm-hmm. filling in the blanks Okay. I like I pushed back simply that he wasn't really I mean he was an American and so much he had American mom but his dad was a Wakandan spy who had royal heritage Prince. Right. right and so and so much is his life was hard like at any point that his dad wanted to be like you know what fuck this I want to go back to Wakanda then his life would have been peachy after that right yeah I don't know but no it only gets complicated <laughs> because once his dad dies now he has no way to get to Wakanda and so, right, and that every, was my beef too. I'm like, as the uncle, like, what? How could that have in any way threatened the kingdom if you would have took him back right. home? Like, he, yeah. he would have been home, and then that would have been it. No, nah, because I think the the whole point of Wakanda is supposed to show like they have a very, very democratic society, and I don't think that the society would have stood for their king having done that to his brother. That's they, someone would have stood up and so said to eliminate something. the whole thing. You just you just leave it. Yeah. You just I mean you blank it out and you okay. Have but now look that that no, no, that's very fair. But I mean, in so much as like, hey, whoever thinks that Eric is going to end up he, what so Wakanda to the rest of the world is a third world country with mm-hmm. no resources. Mm-hmm. I think that's genius, by the way. But. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, so I mean Machiavelli. I, yeah, so I mean, have, I, the first time I saw it, I tried to like. Just appreciate it as a piece of black art. Last night I tried to actually like provide critiques. One of the th- questions I do have that we can talk about later <laughs> is: so Wakanda's a third world country. To the like silent scene, like just flying over Wakanda, you think it's a third world country? You have to cross a barrier to enter the like a mountain. barrier. It's yeah. a mountain. You have to fly into a mountain. Yeah. Side. So I was kind of like, how did Eric know? I mean, I'm sure he's like done his googles and like figured all that out. But I was like, yeah. how did Killmonger know? Like. Probably, is, well, remember when they flashback when he went under to become um, king and he was filled with the Black Panther, uh, you know, spirit yeah, or whatever. His dad told him. No, his his dad left those dad. books. So I'm sure he was able to, between that and his... He could his, speak the language and everything. So he yeah, between yeah. that, him dad, his dad actually telling him, and then all of his, I guess, meticulous uh, study of, right. no, you that's, know, American, him being a Navy SEAL and going through the whole training, I'm sure he was able to find out. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know, because, like, the CIA guy didn't have any idea. That's another nit I have. I, I, I want to finish this one, though. Yeah, they um, just, let, like, let that go. Like, what happened to this guy? Did he become a Wakandian? <laughs> or, like, did he go back to yeah. America or what? No, so like, I, you couldn't send him home. He knew too I'm much. not sure. Yeah. No, I'm, no, so I, I was waiting. And, honestly, this would have made the movie slightly better to me. I was waiting for that CIA agent to turn on them. I was honestly because I thought so too at first. Yeah, because mm. I like because when Claude tells him like Wakanda is not a third world country, they mm-hmm. operate better than any other country. Yeah, in the I thought world. it was over, dude. Like after he, I feel like after he woke up, realized that hey, I got healed from a gunshot wound in twenty four hours through the vibranium. Right. I'm snitching to every man. Trump yeah. knows today. What do you mean? Like immediately. Immediately. So I was kind of so, like, yeah. But where was he going to go? How was he going to get out? I didn't think. He like, was did you see Wonder Woman? Him. 
it was the same situation where you had to like know exactly how to get into Wakanda in order to even know how to get out. Mm. You he know was, what I'm saying? It was like a whole totally different world. Maybe, maybe I guess maybe I was not watching the movie correctly, but I didn't take him seriously enough to see him as a threat. Who the white guy? Yeah, up like, front. Yeah, up front. Like he didn't. He no. wasn't presented to us that's as fair. like you know. No, that's fair. Seriously, no, no, that's <laughs> no, that's fair. But I guess I was looking at it like he wants to be taken as a threat so seriously that he's mm. willing to because. He was man. The idea that he could talk to a king—I don't care if you're from Wakanda or fucking yeah—and T'Challa just rolled up on him like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, no, and he not, was like, "Oh, hey, your highness, like, what's going on? Yeah. And, uh, this is my, this is my, uh, you know what I mean? My, like, yeah, uh, this is my like, mission, bro. Like, back up. And no, the fact that he could just like push him off, like, I'm going to talk to him first. You wait. And it's like, yeah, like, I he's am a king. Royalty. I am a king. And I guess, like, the only thing he had over T'Challa was the idea that he could tell the government that but he But you know was, what, though? Like, okay, so you young. have to consider that to the rest of the world, Wakanda is a third world country. They're super poor. So to him, that's you're the fair. king of a third world country. Right, like, I'm fair. not giving, I mean, it's not like you're president of the United you're States or this or that. Right. So, yeah. so who cares? I mean, he's not, ultimately. A, he's not a threat in so much as he can't do anything in public. But you know, this guy is right. the Black Panther. Exactly. True. Exactly. As a CIA agent, you're aware of, like, his existence as a superhero. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but, oh, I just wanted to say to your original question, I don't agree that colonizing is the best route at all to, um, I guess, not to, not to be like too, you know, uh, philosophical about it, but if you're, if you're just gonna say, yeah, I can turn around and be a better colonizer than my colonizer, mm-hmm. right. then I guess, what are you, what exactly are you fighting? What exactly are you, are you upset about? Are you upset because it's done better, or it was done better to you or first to you, or, you know, what, what is the issue there? Cause if you, if you have a principal issue with being colonized, I don't see how you can come back to the uh, ideal of putting someone else through that same bondage and servitude. Yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah, that and, like, I don't know. I mean, like, he, I think he, like, tried to describe it as colonizing, but I don't know if it was colonizing to the, like, textbook definition. Because it just really seemed like he wanted to equip black people with weapons to yeah, take to over the Yeah, to take over the world. world. Yeah. Truly. But, I mean, again, like, he wanted to do it through, like, an anarchy Fast, right? You know, right, it's, with it's, weapons of mass destruction, right. right? So I'm coming in and taking over, and you're going to do it. Yeah, say, this right, wasn't right, like right. a socio political movement, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he wasn't, right. he wasn't uh, woke about this. No, <laughs> okay, so then to my next question, at do all. you think that <laughs> the way that the ancestors handled the situation, as far as not, as far as basically keeping what kind of a secret? I agree too. I, I agree with T'Challa. Yo, but do what? you feel like they did the right thing by keeping this whole thing a secret? Because I, no. I honestly cannot blame them. No, tangentially. So to that point, I hadn't even thought about this until you said that. What a, a scene that made me legitimately upset was when <laughs> T'Challa, I guess he, I guess he's about to make his transition and he goes back into the ancestral realm and his dad is like, well, time to die. It's like, right, yeah. right, right, right. Like, your dad's still petty in the afterlife, too? Wow, crazy. Like, you like, haven't gained any enlightenment since you yeah, died? Like, and yeah. even all the other ancestors was like, yep, let's go, yeah. let's roll. Like, okay, they all pause. They all <laughs> like, they was willing to let that secret die, basically. Straight like, up, just for what? Straight up. As opposed to, like, y'all made him king. Y'all knew he was going to be king. Like, let him do this. Straight up, his dad was like, well, well since it seems like you're weak, um, why don't you just come with me? Yeah. was like, I got to fix this. Right. <laughs> Seriously. I just want to say, though, like, this is a petty point, but I just wish they had given my man Chadwick, like, a few more, like, boss-up moments. All of his moments had to be like overcoming getting stabbed or something. Like, he had, he yeah, always he faltered heavy and then King had to King recover. Chichaka. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't just, he wasn't just marking people like I wanted him to be, basically. But it was cool, though. Like, he didn't, he wasn't a punk at all. No, but he, he accepted like, every single challenge. He did. He did. He never backed down from nothing. 
I just so I was I tired of seeing like the king of Wakanda, like basically like Michael uh, B. Jordan was saying, like this show king. He's supposed to be tough. And I'm like, he is. Why is he getting his ass looked so bad? Well, he really is I mean, supposed I mean, to be, like, cold. Like, I mean, to hell? that point, though, they did make a point to, I mean, they are not, like, um, um, Forrest Whitaker would announce every single time that he was going into battle. We are now stripping him of the powers of the Black Panther. Yeah, but why can't you fight better? Like, as you are a Without the warrior king. Yeah, like, you're still no, a warrior king. But, I mean, these guys, these other guys, well, aside from um, uh, Killmonger. The 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 king of the 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 guy who made the challenge he was also a king he's also yeah. he's also expected to protect his people true it's not right. it's not out of the idea that he could possibly be king one day right so or, or like the, yeah the I mean, he was one it was a straight up fight right. so man <laughs> and and T'Challa being the generous I mean the the line that like made me I mean a few lines made me like. Happy the first time I listened to it. <laughs> one of the lines that especially got Another to me. Another broken white boy to fix. <laughs> that was, that was her. Don't run up on me like that, colonizer. Um, <laughs> no, the line where he essentially was like, your people need you. I'm not going to kill you. Right. Tap out. Like, T'Challa was cool. And his dad, yeah. his, even his dad, like, I mean, we talked about how his dad did some fuck shit. But the fact that his dad was like, good men have a difficult time being, being king. king. Right, yeah. Like that's clearly because he didn't kill his brother, and he was—I mean—he took that to the grave. To the grave. <laughs> like he didn't tell nobody. Uh, he so. was the—he was the truth. I chose to admit. Message. That's all. I really that's true. Thought. And we have we to remember that, too that this sure. is the first one. So, like, my personal favorite Marvel is Iron Man too. So, that's like, fair. we have to give this some time to, like, you know, settle in. We got to give it two, three years for the next one to come out and yeah. build on the story. Looking forward to the next one. For T- sure. Tangentially. I watched Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire the other night. That movie is terrible. Let's move on. Uh, uh, that that speaks to my childhood. Bad. No, that's the crazy part because we were watching it like, man, this movie can't be that and bad. And part of me feels really like I've seen that twice in the theater at the time. God bless mm. you. I feel like I liked Doc Ock, though, at the time. I really do feel like I thought Doc Ock was a very good villain. And re-watching that movie, A, Tobey Maguire is unbearable. So is Kirsten Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, she's pretty sufferable. You know what? Um, I actually liked Tobey Maguire in Tobey Maguire number one. No, just the first one. Like, he was good in the first one. But then after that, it was like, shit. Knowing what I know (laughs) about Franco now is also hilarious. I know. Okay, so totally side note. (laughs) I was just mentioning to William that I feel like James Franco doesn't get enough credit as an actor. (laughs) Like a lot of his roles are silly, but he's a really good actor. He does he everything, whatever, to- whatever he wants to do, he does it. Yeah, yep. and he does it good. Like that's what's crazy. Like, he but was on think General he's just Hospital. Like, oh, you know, he's a stoner and this and that. Like, no, he's actually a great actor. Yeah. Like he studies his work. Yeah. And my mom watched General Hospital every single day. So the fact that like James Franco hmm. decided I'm going to do a like weekly, ep- not weekly, <laughs> a daily episodic soap opera in which I have to. Do all the soap opera like I'm a I am a professional A list actor, but I'm going to do right. The soap <laughs> but that's opera how you beats. build. Like you know what I'm saying. You have to do those extra yeah. audience. You know what I'm saying. Denzel's to not, to Denzel's not gonna go on Younger Than Wrestlers today. Okay, but no. Denzel has only played certain characters or certain types of roles. And there's a big age gap there too. That's true. One would say that one is still developing. Oh, whereas the other it's just different ways of studying so your work. So, so who's the black? Thespian. So Michael B. Jordan wouldn't go on uh, fucking he could. Bone the Beautiful today, he but could. he wouldn't. He could though. 
Like it would if if he, he said should. I'm still growing as an actor. Right. You would watch like we joined the ball. No, I would not. No. But I'm just no. saying, I don't watch soap operas. But what I'm saying is like for James Franco to have gone and done that, that shows how much he's willing to study yeah. his craft or practice it. So like you're taking up this type of acting. Like Harry Washington used to be in soap operas and stuff like that, and Shamar Moore used that to be in soap operas. So like Shamar Moore. Probably, I mean, yeah. yeah. Ultimately, I mean, for them, it was probably more yeah. so the money and this is a gig, but it contributes. It I mean, it builds. Well. It Shout builds out. your resume. It builds your your skill. Shout out Shamar Moore. On Young and the Restless, man. Every, every time I, because I think he like has SWAT now. Like he has his own. <laughs> yeah, I think show. he has his yeah. own show because he's not on. Uh, what's the other show? He's Criminal, on Criminal Minds. Minds. He's, he's not, not on that anymore. anymore. So no. But he was on that forever. CBS, I think CBS is doing this thing because I always watch NCIS. Yeah, they're shaking and they gave, up. Yeah, they gave my man his own show too. So that's good for CBS. Right. For, you know, uh, but you got to start off with the soaps. Yeah, he built to that. That's true. I guess. Are we doing more Black Panther? You want to move on? Um, we can move on. You know, Black Panther. People have to see it. People, people have to go have to see it. it. Yeah, go see it. Go if you haven't see seen it, it, go see it. I am leaning fully into this microphone right now. <laughs> if you have not gone to see Black Panther <laughs> at like, this point, I yeah, like tomorrow Sunday, like everybody should have seen come it. Come on, Sunday. guys, it's the week. Like Friday, Saturday, like come on, you've seen you should have seen it once. Yeah, I'm on time number three. I bought my ticket three hours ago. You have to see it what? <laughs> you gotta you gotta go see it at least once this week on opening. Yeah, weekend. it's pretty good. Yeah. It's just a good movie. It's it's a good superhero movie. The action was great. No, it's a, the it's acting a, yeah, was pretty it's good. A quality so it's a movie. good movie. It's a quality movie. So please go see that. Um, what else? Boondocks. You want to do Boondocks? Yeah, Boondocks. What you got? I mean, what, what, you, what you have on Boondocks? Okay, so I don't know if I want to do like an episode by episode for my piece. Okay, I feel like that would be od. But like, okay, so my thing about the Boondocks is. You have to take into consideration what they're talking about in the episode, the characters that they have in the episode, even the actors that played. The yeah, the yeah. actors that played the character. Like I'm, I started, I started all the way over season one. So now I'm on uh, Granddad's fight. Okay, so they start off with the nigga moment at the beginning, and Terry Crews is voicing one of the actors. Mm-hmm. But you, in, unless that. you knew that, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If you pay attention to the voices, yeah, you'll notice Terry a lot Cruz. of people. Like, He's wait, on a few I know that actually. voice, yeah. man. Like yeah. that's how we. Yeah. So it. like, I don't know how I want to break it down, but I just feel like it's such a that show is so. It touches on so much that it's almost like if you not if you don't watch it over and over and over again, you'll miss so, so much. So I was glad you said you wanted to write something because I started a piece a month ago that I, I got finished that I didn't finish. I'll show it to you. Um, it was essentially the night. It was I started the night Oprah gave her acceptance speech at the Golden Globe. I have not watched that, and I, I haven't watched the speech itself, but mm. like the reaction on Twitter, it seemed like. <laughs> so I mean, I reacted to a few different things. The immediate reaction that Oprah Winfrey should be president was like, why is this y'all, first, why is this the knee-jerk reaction that Oprah Boy. Winfrey needs Because to, that's what happens when you put just a buffoon in the office, everything, any little good thing someone does that's famous. N- you're right, except at the end of Return of the King, Oprah Winfrey is nominated president November mm. 8th, 2020. Mm. God. Okay. That is a You're thing right. that happens, and it, it was it a thing that made black people who okay, watched so that if, show if, happy. Okay, so if Oprah was to want, if she was to run for president for twenty twenty, she win. She'd win. However, I mean, that's not. Even, I'm not saying I vote for her. I'm just saying she would win. That's not even the point I'm trying to get at, though. I think in a post in a pre Trump world, if Oprah had run in twenty twenty, no I, I, but I probably would have voted for her. <laughs> in a pre Trump world, why not? At this point, I'm I, the point I was trying to get at. I, I was trying to hit on a couple of different points in the article, which is why I never finished it because I couldn't really focus it. But <laughs> it's hard I, on the boondocks. It's yeah. It is. I mean, because I was like, my first paragraph was essentially centered around the fact that, like, in this hypothetical world, yeah. Oprah Winfrey became president, and now we're two years out. We're talking about the possibility of Oprah Winfrey becoming president. Right. Um, 
However, it did feel very much to me like America had decided that this eloquent black celebrity woman Mm -hmm. was the only one who could combat the idiocy that we're dealing with now. And that's so what bothers with two, me. Okay, so... Only because he's a celebrity. What's so we the difference have to between... Okay, so I guess for me, it's like, what's the difference between Donald Trump and Oprah Winfrey besides that she's a black woman and he's a <laughs> white man? Well, you when, know what I'm saying? Like, she the, seems to be... Okay, so she seems to be... She's obviously a more successful businesswoman than he is a businessman, let's say that. Yeah. But, I mean, on the surface, be, she's she she's a TV celebrity. Much. He's a TV celebrity. She's not any... She's not political. Right. He's not political. Like, right. what... I mean, why would you want to vote Oprah Winfrey in, in hopes that he would? she would be better than Donald Trump? I, I mean, she has life experiences as a black and be a woman and see as a black She's woman. hardly a political activist. But at the same time, I would much rather vote for a black. I don't care how much money you have as a black woman. You've dealt with certain you know what I mean, inequalities that Donald Jerome Trump, with his father's riches, has not dealt with. You know what I'm saying? That's so, true. At the, so at the, so in that vein, if we're if we are living in an existence now where you can only beat this demagogic celebrity mm-hmm. with another demagogic celebrity, then sure, I'll vote for Oprah Winfrey. However, at the same time, it's also like, I mean, aside from that point. I feel like we were a couple months out from the whole, like, everybody lauding black women on Twitter for voting Doug Jones in the office. And it was like, yo, so, again, this idea of, like, black women saving America. And that's that's, that's such a tragic narrative to have about black women, especially in that sort of context. You know what I'm saying? Like... Um, you know, people were talking about like Maxine Waters. Like, no, you just you can't say that black women are the saving grace and that they're responsible for doing all the cleanup work. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like for 2020, let another white male get elected and let him do the cleanup work. Exactly. Obama did Honestly, the cleanup work. Like, hold on. I mean, I I hear you, and I I, understand, I can understand the perspective there for sure. I just I think that whoever is best. Whoever is best prepared for the job, and if they're willing to take the job, please give them the Seriously. job. Like, and if it's a black woman, then uh, you know more power to her. Not Oprah. I, I don't know. I don't agree that it should be. I Oprah. mean, she's not going to run. So. I just think that I, I think vote in for this country, uh, Shonda Rhimes first. I think in this country, it comes down to like one thing you have to think about is like people have power here. Well, you have power if you have money anywhere, but in in America, it seems like people equate success, a certain level of success, with just an unimaginable amount of power. And it's like, well, if you can do that, then you must be able to fix all of our problems. Like, that. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's we, that we've gotten to that point. We've like, definitely gotten to that point. I mean, because that's what people kept saying. Like, Donald Trump run a business. He ran a business so he can right. run a country. That's not that's not the same at all. But they're they're just saying, yes, I mean, he can he can make billions of dollars in a co- in a company. Right. So that means we should be successful with him as. Pre- you see how how wild that is to try to trace. Well, but that's yeah, what people were saying. I mean, like, I mean, we've reached a point in this country where we're either voting for and. At a point, it becomes the same thing. We're either voting for the rich guy or the charismatic leader. Say what you want right. about our current president. He is very charismatic. Mm. To, to, <laughs> to his constituency. They, right. I'm going to say that's objective. Right. They show up and, lock, and chat, lock her ass They love up. him. Like, they love him. He's charismatic to them. Like we we look at him He's as somebody. demagogic. I agree with what you said before. I, would, I don't know if I could say charismatic. Like I feel like there's something. No, because you hate him. But if, if you if you go to people who enjoy hearing him speak, they would right. probably describe him as charismatic. Yeah, like he has a lot of personality. People who are charismatic talk with their hands. Right. Like they love Donald Trump. Right. He speaks to their problems. He talks on their terms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not trying to seem like he's feel, better than them in the sense that he, you know, tries to outthink them or seem smarter. I just think he's, not, he's manipulative and exploitative. That's as opposed both to can charismatic. Be right, right. No, but I'm saying like charis- to me, charisma has a certain connotation of 
it doesn't maybe and it could just be my opinion i want to look up the definition how to really get like a real solid feeling now but i feel like charisma means you are followed by people you are you're followed by people who want to follow you for success people want to follow donald trump because they think he's successful no but they want i mean they do but they want to follow him because he says hateful things about people they hate too and and that doesn't equal charisma to me is what i'm saying and he and they also think he's Bro, they do. They think he's. Like, they yeah. think he's. They think he's. He's successful, but I. I just don't see every. I don't think all of his supporters Charisma, are like compelling yeah. attractiveness or charm that can inspire devotion in others. Donald Trump is charismatic. Right, yeah, you're right. He's 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 charismatic. There you go. I hate that. Yeah, oh, no, God. no, it's shitty. But <laughs> Barack Obama was also a charismatic leader, and that is the reason he beat Hillary Clinton in 2008. Yeah. Yeah, he's she a charis- is not charismatic. But you notice how you said he's a charismatic leader. That's the problem. I think Donald Trump's not a leader to me either. So I no, can't say like not charismatic to you. Leader, but he's charismatic. <laughs> no, I mean who is? Who but is he's he the president. Though. No, even people that are serving with him are worried about his capacity to lead. So who is he really leading? Is what I'm asking. He's not really leading. leading. Bro, he's a figurehead, but that figureheads don't all don't really bro, lead. Of, of those 65 million people voted for him, there are a lot of people who don't understand politics who voted for Donald Trump because they Correct. wanted him to be his president. They think he is True. the leader. Yeah. So no matter like us as informed people look at this like wow this is insane. However, there are plenty of people who think Donald like Trump the Simpsons predicted him to be president. is doing an excellent job. So and maybe a, the Simpsons should predict Oprah to be president, and then it'll be true. Right? Like like there, there are pl- like I read. I mean, I hate that I read it, and I hate the New York Times reports it. But these things come across my timeline where there are people, and I don't want to just stereotype rural America, but like this, more often not rural America, mm-hmm. who literally are like. He's doing an excellent job. The media would just leave him alone, let him do his job, and he would be fine. That is the narrative. Yeah, now leading is 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 totally subjective. Whether I lead you the right way or the wrong way is, you know, totally arbitrary. But he's leading them right. <laughs> regardless. Man, I um, just, he's he's leading. I guess he's leading by some sort of like helter skelter nature. Then, because to me, sometimes he he backtracks on himself. So it's like, are you really? Yeah, he's an like idiot, right? Exactly. So I don't know. Sometimes I just wonder, like, how efficient do you have to be before we call you a leader? Because you're not really efficient, you know. So to us, all you have to do is win the presidency. <laughs> to us. Even by anybody's measure, even but, by the people man, that are in cabinet with no, him, are like he's not really open. Open one of his tweets and read some of the responses. <laughs> and I don't know if they're from real tweet, real people or not, but. <laughs> There are they could plenty be bots. of people who are like, you are doing an excellent... Like, it's always amazing to me when I open the responses. No, I mean, like, I've talked to people who said that they, they know or are friends or have family that are Donald Trump supporters. This uh, is not like this is a right, phenomenon. Yeah, we Here go, we, in Michigan, this, this people is, support Donald this Trump. This is going on way too long. We only have five minutes. Okay, coming but, to America. Um, coming to America is an undeniable message. Talk, talk about your talk about your piece. Uh so yeah, I quickly wrote a uh, piece about coming to America for Black History Month. It was my first piece for them all. Hey. And it just kind of highlights the movie as one of the of like a, a underrated black film. Like we talk about the same black movies all the time. The Wood and Friday and this and Rush Hour and all these things or Harlem Nights even, but I feel like coming to America while we all enjoy it, we don't talk about it enough. Like the visuals are crazy. The actors are crazy. What's, like the storyline is really good for it to be an yeah. 80s rom-com. Like, it's perfect. Like, everything about the movie really comes together seamlessly. And people just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's a great movie or whatever. But it's like, no, this is a, you know, this set the tone for all those rom-coms that came yeah. out in the 90s. It's very creative. No. Yeah, what's crazy to me is I think, to your point, it does seem that people 
acknowledge Coming to America as one of their favorite movies of all time. And that's just the end of the conversation. Yeah, but, like, why? Like, is it, you know, like, for me, it's the, like, when Hakeem is at the arranged marriage. Like, the visuals at the dance is crazy. Like, that whole scene, all those he dancers, the production that went like into the that. Yeah. The comedy it. is really good. I mean, they touch on so many important things in the black culture. They talk about um, arranged marriages. You got Arsenio as the, as the priest, uh, you know, as the preacher, I mean, hosting the, uh, the Yeah, show. like, Eddie Murphy and like, Arsenio playing different different characters throughout mm-hmm. the movie like it's just really good the storyline develops really nicely it has positive black shout figures. out to arsenio playing the uppity black guy who was like i'm not doing <laughs> seriously. this poverty shit like seriously because oh, that is me like i know i'm not the prince but uh i'm not yeah. used to this man when he went to uh western union to get the money and she was like uh, <laughs> like what you mean <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got that much money nigga. Shut up. but so yeah that's almost like you know they was basically like wakanda like you know they just out here like people living in royalty pretty much yeah. james Earl jones is the is the king like who wouldn't want to live there that is fair i don't know i just think it was a great movie and people should talk about it more yeah, yeah. Especially when Eddie Murphy is great. That, that is a good comparison point to Black Panther. I mean, Black Panther is a more serious movie than Coming to America. But the idea of a black utopia is... Like, yeah, black yeah. utopia where it's kind of like a hidden thing. Not everybody knows about it, but people are prospering. You know what I'm saying? It's a it positive black... You're right. Because when they got there, nobody knew where they were. Like King, King Joffrey Joffrey. I mean, nobody knew... Right. Like the lady at the Western Union was like, uh, I don't know what you talk right. about. Zamunda. <laughs> but what? Zamunda. What? what Zamunda. Like, yes. I'm the king Got of Zamunda. Real gold in yeah. this bitch. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I feel like you know we're all here for positive black images in 2018. Amen. Especially for black history and 2020. Forever. And what kind of forever? Long live <laughs> King Killmonger. It's like no, but for I mean, I, I guess like <laughs> to wrap it all up, man. His last line was really corny. Just want to say that. All right, I'm done. What I'd rather I'd rather die in combat than live in bondage. <sighs> the way he like said that. it was so. I'm sorry. Just the way they. I feel like the line man, was. Man, it's good. a Marvel movie, bro. I Thank know, you. That's what I'm I trying know, to explain to him. I know. I get that, but I'm just saying like that. Oh, no, my I, God. I, I don't. I mean, every gripe I have with the movie is rooted in his marvelness like, I'm <laughs> exactly not... and you have to allow some for some certain percentage of that okay yeah. you yeah. know what the problem is because it got hyped up so people acting like it's a revolution for them and so i'm like yeah this is re- no it's a movie you know it's how no it's a right. movie right. it is a movie it is a movie it's it is for entertainment. a movie it's a comic book like somebody that, said so. that howard university was uh wakanda and i was like man wakanda's fake oh my God. Like, <laughs> right like <laughs> one it's is the real. mecca though it's right. the mecca that's the comparison for them look i went to howard university we are not Wakanda. <laughs> so, William also went, we are not Wakanda, guys. I love our school to death, but we are not some black utopia. Everybody, come on. Let's get it together. So <laughs> one day we can wish. This right. is we the, can so, wish. Okay, so is this we a future Marvel world or is this like the current I Marvel thought it was, world? I thought it was current. current. Yeah, okay. Because Black Panther killed his brother in 92. They had right. Been, oh, okay. So I see what you're saying. So T'Challa is super young in this. Thing. Yeah, he was only supposed to be like our, like a little bit older. Yeah, he's so. probably like thirty, thirty-one. Right. Yeah, because Chadwick is like in his forties. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He he's like forty. Did you Did you like his African accent? Oh, that was another question. Mm, I'm not. You know what? That's the only thing I have about movies like that is like the accent thing is kind of weird. Like they tried to, you know, it was cool. Like Lupita was in it. She's but it's truly, from. A, I mean, it's from a fake nation. So it's like, yeah, I mean, right. Whatever, so how could you have too much gripe? Because it's right. not like it's a real. It's African not a real accent. Nation. I mean, they did plant it in Africa, though. Like, you did, but it's okay. But okay. What surrounds Wakanda? All we don't. Right. Yeah, we so, don't really know. I mean, that's right. what I'm saying. Like, so we can't figure out where the accent is. They from. didn't. There's it's no not way. like they shot the movie in a real African African no. country. They shot the movie in like Korea. <laughs> okay, so I have another quick question. I, I feel like we gotta get out of here. This is the last question. So, uh, the idea that uh, T'Challa quite literally 
stops her mission because he needs her at his ceremony. He just kind of like broke it up. Like he was like, I gotta go get her. I mean, yeah, like she was on a really important mission too. Like yeah. she was rescuing women who were being captive yeah. or that were being held captive. They, right. they fixed it, so it was okay, right? I mean, so ish. like, was she working out? <laughs> so she was clearly working outside of Wakanda. Is what was going on because there was none of that happening inside of Wakanda. Right. I wouldn't imagine, right. Right? right? Okay. Well, I mean, I guess that's what I was also trying to. So Wakanda is a utopia in so much as even though they have different beliefs as to what they should be doing as Wakandans, they were content to live in peace. Right. Until Killmonger shows up and provides whatever schism is necessary for Dan Kalua's character to be like, you know what? Actually, fuck that. I do want to, like, liberate all black people. Right. And so... (laughs) I mean, ultimately, you have to follow whatever the king's orders are. Yeah. So there's that. And all the other... I mean, like, T'Challa was king. No. And all those other, so, uh, you know, tribes and villages were underneath him. Right. Okay, so... Or so, part of Wakanda. No, fair. So, second last question, though. <laughs> T'Challa shows up. The challenge isn't over because T'Challa's not dead. And he never right. submitted. Right. So, why all of a sudden is Dan... Well, yeah, why... No, why did, like, Dan Kalua and his tribe all of a sudden be like, you know what? We gonna side with Killmonger. Because they didn't like T'Challa. Because Killmonger... But that was right, that, though. Because t- they were brothers up until Killmonger showed up. He br- no, I'm not, I'm not denying it's fake. I'm That's just saying, point. like, he wanted to go with the dude that brought him Claw. He was self-centered. Yeah. And he wasn't Wakandian at heart. Basically. Yeah, because the women like, warriors were Wakandian. immediately like, okay, well, the king's still alive, right. so clearly we're going to defend the king. And right. everybody else was like, no, fuck that. We're going to, you know, defend this king. Like, no, he's not the king if he He's not dead. If right. the child is not dead, you're period. not showing integrity. That's why you lost at the end. Yeah. Right. I mean, because the women warriors were being like she was being loyal. She to was. The throne. She tried to. She be tried to be as loyal as she could, even though she knew it was wrong. But when she found out he wasn't alive, I mean, he was, was still game. alive. It was yeah. Like, Hold up. Oh. Right. Never mind then. You know? Right. So that's still being so, I don't know. But my man's he they agreed with what Killmonger exactly. was doing yeah. and saying. So that's probably why. So yeah. mutiny. Which I, <laughs> right, I, I guess that was a villainous move for him to be like, yeah, that challenge shit, uh, it's done. Uh, yeah, like he literally, he was like, nah, that shit over. Yeah, with bro, you, bro, I'm king. I'm king now. Damn. Right, like, right. but you're not because I'm still alive. Thanks. Okay, so yeah, okay. Uh, we're being kicked out of the studio, but this has been fun, guys. Thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for having. Me. Thanks for listening again, guys, to What's Who Some Radio. I think it's episode five or six. I think I said that at the beginning, but uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. I'm trying to get. Rihanna on here at least once every other month to discuss something she writes or saw at the movies that she hates. So um, that's better. Wow, I can do that. <laughs> so yeah, we'll be back again. Um, support our GoFundMe. We want to make sure more kids see Black Panther. Um, what else do I have? Uh, watch Boondocks if you haven't recently because that show is hilarious. Do you guys have anything? To it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu now? Yeah, it's been on Hulu for a while, Man, I feel like. Get the DVDs on Amazon in case of the zombie yeah. apocalypse. It's, not, you, yeah. it's yeah. worth having. Yeah, it's worth having. Uh, y'all got anything to plug real quick? Uh, no. no. Twitter names, Instagram names. Uh, Ryan is also the proprietor of the Glam Corner with Miss Jacqueline <laughs> Elliott. If y'all need hey. y'all faces beat, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you need your makeup done. Beat well, by the way. You can contact <laughs> us. Yeah. My Twitter handle is hi, Rye. Uh, my Instagram is hi, dot Rye. And yeah, so if you need your makeup done, contact us. I'll add where you say available. There you go. You don't want to plug yours? I don't. I mean, Twitter at, at underscore WRG underscore. That's all. I don't really have anything to plug right now. Maybe next time, hopefully. Cool. All right. Shout out my brother, China Man, for the uh, music. Shout hey. out to my nephew, Tyler, for being my PA today. I love you. Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. We'll be back in a. The-